Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Drafted is a production of Treefort Media, Clutch Sports Group, and iHeartRadio. Got it. Quick little meeting, interview, whatever, with Jalen Jacoby. 845. Back to the gym for the last workout. Same old, same old. Hop on the plane at 2.30 and get up. Welcome back to Drafted. I'm Keegan-Michael Key. And in this seventh episode, Anthony Edwards and his friends visit their longtime barber, No-No, to prepare for the cameras and media coming their way in two days. While Tyrese Maxey and his uncle Brandon travel back to Garland, Texas, for their draft at home with their family. After arriving at the airport, Tyrese and Brandon discover flying has changed quite a bit since they came to Los Angeles eight months ago. Always wear face covering over your mouth and nose. Honestly, I have mixed emotional feelings right now. Saying goodbye to Los Angeles is complicated. As we shared in the last episode, the city taught him a lot about being a professional and how to move and live as a celebrity. But he thinks it may also have a dark side. The food in L.A. is not good. I'm sorry. There's there's, there's no if, ands, buts about it. It's just not good. And in my opinion, it is not like... Like, we used to meet my uncle all the time. Like, if you want a healthy smoothie, if you want somewhat, you know, great healthy options, vegan options, all that stuff, this is the place to be. Because you're going to get a great smoothie, a great smoothie. You're going to get a great smoothie. You're going to find a way to get They're going to have every vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, any vegetarian you want to be. They're going to have all those options. But the scenery at all these different spots that I named, the towels and all that, is 10 out of 10 by far. Tyrese ate at some of the fanciest, most expensive restaurants in the city. He visited packed eateries on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood, oceanfront dining in Malibu and Santa Monica, places with world-renowned chefs who have had their cuisine emulated across the globe. Where getting a table takes months of advanced planning. The food was horrible. The food was terrible. Like, not good at all. Like, we have to leave there and go get something else. <laughs> but, yes, but... Well, we were sitting there and on the beach, and you know, it was jet skis on the. They were driving on the beach, and the people there were cool. 
it was amazing. Like, at least I see why people want to go there, whether the food is good or not, because it was just the great, great atmosphere. It was so cool to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's how it is at almost all of these spots. Despite Tyrese's assuredness, over 20 restaurants in greater LA have been awarded Michelin stars for their food. So not everyone agrees with his assessment of LA dining. Here's agent Mark Murray, a member of the Clutch Sports team representing Tyrese. Brandon and Tyrese are the only people you know that that go to a Wendy's or, or a fast food drive through after eating at Malibu or going to a lot of these other L.A. hotspots. You, know, you don't hear that very often. But that's also what makes those guys great is a lot of people, you know, they'll sit there and tell you and lie to you. Oh, this is great. I love it. Brandon and Tyrese, for the most part, will be, no, terrible. Uh, not, not a fan. Don't like it. You know, they're straight up. So I can I can live with that all day. Part of what Tyrese and Mark are describing could be culture shock. He's still barely 20 years old, and he's used to college dining halls and Texas barbecue. Eating super expensive raw fish near tables full of celebrities is a big change. And Tyrese may not realize that in less than 48 hours, there will be many more changes heading his way. Uncle Brandon is starting to notice, though. Here he is heading toward the jetway in the airport terminal. Guess I'll... I guess I'll get this last little record action in. About to get on the plane. We ain't quite ready for the PJ yet. To get on the plane, go back to the crib. The PJ he is referring to is a private jet. And as he and Tyrese board, the impact of what's coming on November 18th becomes clearer. 48 hours, bro. You ain't got to worry about this no more. Then I gotta worry about it. <laughs> Multiple times a week, nigga. Tyrese won't have to worry about what they're doing because he'll be flying with his teammates on an NBA franchise's private jet from now on. Brandon, on the other hand, will still be flying on commercial airlines to be with his nephew for games on the road. Tyrese and Brandon fly back to Texas. Anthony and his friends, Nick, Red, and Trey, visit their longtime barber, Nono, in Atlanta. They know cameras will be pointed at them throughout the day and night, so they want to make sure they're looking perfect for the draft. Who going for Hey, you going for man? That's Nono the barber. All right, let's go. Let's go slit, Nick. You first. Nick, because you looking like somebody's grandmama, man. <laughs> Yeah, what's up, what you doing? Nick is one of Anthony's closest friends, and apparently someone in desperate need of a haircut if he's going to be visible with Anthony on the big day. Man, I gotta put that dog in Nick, man. Put that dog in, fuck it, cause Anthony ain't gonna do it. Man, whatever, man, I'm gonna put it in. There's also a consensus that Nick is a little too soft. It, it, it gonna be in him, goddammit. I got him. Make sure it is. Got that. Hey, you, you ain't dunked the first time you tried. You know what I'm saying? You got to try again. That's it. No. 
Nah, it, it got a little bit. It got a little bit to him, though. In sports, being a dog or having a dog mentality means a certain quality of grit or fight. People would use this term to describe someone like Portland Trailblazers all-star Damian Lillard. He's undersized, but plays with a level of determination that makes it seem like he's unwilling to accept defeat under any circumstance. That he'll die trying before he gives up. But not everyone agrees on how you get that title. Nah, I'm saying, see, listen, having a dog is like a portion of confidence. So once you build that shit up, build it up, you keep doing that shit, get what? And you ain't gonna have to worry about having it because you don't have that aura. Having a dog has nothing to do with confidence. You can have no confidence in the world and be a dog. No, no, you gotta have confidence. Half of confidence, half of it is confidence and talent. Like meeting both together. But I ain't seen no dog who ain't got no, or who ain't confident. Name a dog that ain't confident. Richard LeCount. Richard was a safety on the University of Georgia football team. Nah, that fucking dog. He just don't look, he's not, he don't have the image, but he a dog. He's a dog. Listen, and he's not confident. Listen, when he got that helmet on, respect that number. They agree to disagree, except when it comes to fixing Nick's haircut. That needs to happen now. He confident. Is he got that hat on? He confident. But if he got that hat on, you know what I'm saying? It's a, you know, it's a, it is what it is, bro. But Nick, Nick, don't worry about it. I got he Nick. Got don't mean shit. My boy gonna be a player. Why would I tell you? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I got Nick. I got Nick. Watch this. Don't worry about it. Listen, give me about three months with Nick. Trust me, bro. Put me in the put me in the motherfucking room full on. I'm we're gonna come out goddamn balling. Nah, the mother hell. Yeah, that shit looking weird as fuck, man. Looking like a weirdo. That's a weirdo hairstyle. We'll be right back. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed 
and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nono the Barber finishes cutting Nick's hair and then moves on to Anthony, who takes his seat in the chair. You don't feel like a, a like it's a criminal gift that you always wanted, and now you finna get them motherfucker, bro? A little bit. Damn, that was up. I'm trying to add it. Hey, this shit goddamn is a big ass moment, bro. Shit ain't no fucking little moment. This shit big, bro. Yeah, I'm always just a calm person. I be you, you smooth. You trying to be smooth? What you say? What you going? What you going with, Ant? No, for real. They they did they did me an outfit. It's nice though. Uh, outfit like not no graffiti type shit, is? Yeah. Why you don't wear no uh, regular uh, business like player prep and shit like? It's not. It's just player prep. This shit clean, bro. It's like it's a black Gucci jacket. Okay. They gave me a white graffiti shirt with my mother and grandmother names implemented in it. And it's, it's a black Gucci jacket, but I made it where, like, the jacket stops right here, so my shirt overviews the jacket. I didn't wear a suit because I'm not walking on stage. Like, nobody in football... But they gonna have you on TV, though, bro. Yeah. Everybody who did football, they did exactly what I'm doing. Listen, bro. Listen, Google that shit. Why they right here? Google the top five... Um, you ain't never, you only, no, you can't Google top five drafts because they actually have... Okay, I got you. The virtual draft, Google the... When did they do a virtual draft? Last year? They did football, right? I could have sworn Chase Young would got them. What Chase Young had on? Chase Young had on a suit. He had like a uh, short pants. Yeah. But it was a, it was a, it was a. like a suit, but he had short pants. Like, you know how LeBron was Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking. If Nono listened to episode six in the last season of Drafted, he would know Chase Young wore John Elliott because his Gucci suit was held up in Italy due to the pandemic. But Anthony pulls it up on YouTube instead. Same as that kind of outfit. Amir they got James, my shoes on. Dior shoes. Probably. That's what he wore? Yeah. That's, that's at the draft? That's the virtual draft. Oh, no, they kicking it in. Swift, that's football player. That's the... Uh, I'm gonna pull up the number two draft pick for you. Mm. Okay. So it's some urban shit then. It ain't. You wore the draft. 
That's where he was to the draft? Yeah, he's just chilling. Okay, reserve. Nono finishes the trim, and Anthony steps out. Next up is Donnell Gresham, otherwise known as Red, another friend of Anthony's who's played basketball with him at the University of Georgia. Look, you, you, know, you know that ain't my name, problem. But this is not our relationship. You know you know it is. See, I've been no aunt since he was about seven or eight. And I've been cutting him, his brothers, and or torn them out since they were little, since I was in barbering school. And so like, I had been cutting the hair out there in them three, bro, for years, just because I wanted to build my clientele up, you know what I'm saying? And then I started to get popping, and started to get bigs, and then he started to fuck with me, you know what I'm saying? And then one day, Red, and mama came to me, and she was just like, no, I'm, I'm, and she said that she was sick. She was like, I just want you to like, just make sure you help look out for my boys. Like, when his mom told me that, I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, ain't nothing that we can do, no. And so, she's like, they ain't give me that loan to live. She was like, man, just promise me you'll help take care of my boys. So, like, he, I mean, I told him since he didn't got a little older, but like from that day forward, I just always looked out for him. You know what I'm saying? All the brothers, sisters too. You know what I'm saying? The community that rallied around Anthony and his siblings include more than just his trainers and coaches. There are people all across Anthony's life who have tried to help in their own ways. People like Nono, who have been involved since Anthony and his siblings were little. Grandma was super quiet. Though. She, was, she was reserved. She'd just come in and just have her little purse. She'd just sit and she'd wait. But mama turned up. Sit your ass down, don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how she was. She was definitely spicy, but that shit was tough, bro. Like, Lil' Bro got a big heart, bro. Yo, I first met him, uh, the first couple time he went on TV and sat down, he talked to me about it. It's still crazy as day. Cause he don't, he don't, he, don't, he never showed no emotions about that shit. From that's the, all, that's all in Like, like, I'm, I'm saying, like, the fact that he can just walk around and, and like, be, he feel it though. I know. I talk to him though. Like he feel it. So I gotta keep pushing. He rather not show it though. Yeah, he don't want to show weakness. But you, you, you human though, bro. He, he ain't weakness. He's human, bro. Nineteen-year-old guys aren't exactly known for their willingness to articulate difficult feelings, and the culture in highly competitive sports promotes toughness and resiliency, along with hiding vulnerability and pain, which seems to be what Anthony's doing. Shit tough though, bro. I swear, I, I commend him, bro. I'm talking about, but it, it like through the process though. He was a good, he was a good kid, but yeah, deep though, bro. Let me tell you the truth, Rick. Twan was got in man to believe. And man, older brother, yeah, he he the reason why Shaw was going to the league. They're talking about Anthony's oldest brother, Antoine. He's nearly eight years older than Anthony. Throughout their whole life, bro. Tony used to terrorize them, folks. Terrorize y'all. Never fight or something? Every day. All day. Like, just sports. Like, he just used to drill them. Like, he, like, I, I, I know for a fact he just used to personally pick and, and you know what I'm saying? And Shadow was very competitive. He used to cry and, like, lose and mad and get his hair cut. All that shit. But it paid off, though. Shit paid off. 
anyone with siblings might relate to what Nono is talking about. An older brother trouncing his younger brother on the court, taunting him the whole time. The competitive younger brother getting mad, crying and staying behind to practice long after they're done playing, swearing revenge while he keeps working at his game, only to lose again and again every time they play. Here's Anthony on this dynamic with his two older brothers. Playing sports with my two older brothers was rough because I, I never could win. Yeah, that definitely pushed me to be better because like, I'm like, one day I got to be able to beat them. They can't be beating me my whole life. So uh, my brother that I'm closest to, he's 22. We always kind of play in the same areas. Like sometimes I play up on his age group. So we went to high school together and my whole ninth grade year, I didn't beat him. But when I, when I got to 10th grade, I beat him once. I beat him one time. But then after that, he couldn't beat me anymore. In less than 48 hours, Anthony's hard work, promises, and dreams will finally culminate when he's picked near the top of the NBA draft. But on that random day in 10th grade, he accomplished something that might be as personally meaningful when he finally turned the tables after an entire life of losing to his siblings and avenged himself on the basketball court. I mean, it's a good feeling just because he can't, he can't little boy you no more. He can't little bro you no more just because you better than him at the sport that you wanted to be like him in when you was growing up. So like, just, it's a major goal in life when you beat your older brother. We'll be right back. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. (laughs) 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tyrese's flight lands in Garland, Texas. He and Brandon get in a car to head home. And to no one's surprise, he already has basketball on his mind. Yo. What up, bro? What's up, my man? What's going on? Man, nothing. Where you at with it? I'm at the crib. Oh, okay. This is his agent, Rich Paul. Nah, I, I, well, I was calling to see... Uh, me and B was talking about like working out at facilities. So how does that work? Like, do you have 24 hour access to the gym? How does that work? Working out where? Like wherever, whatever team you get drafted to. Oh, you go to your facility. I'm saying like you got 24 hour access to the gym. How does that work? Is it like school? Well, well, because normally, yes, you do. But because of COVID, you won't have that. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. But normally, Non-COVID, you have 24 access to the gym. Oh, okay. All right. That's okay. That's that's reasonable. And, 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 and if you go to a team that has these new practice facilities, it's like state of art, like fingerprint, underground parking. Um, like the Cavs, fingerprint, underground parking, music play everywhere there. You know, really. Okay, that's uh, tough. That's tough. Yeah. It's, listen, bro. The NBA is the Taj Mahal basketball. Don't you worry. <laughs> nah, I was, just, I was just curious. That's all. Your, your, your days of high school, you Everybody that's your beck and call. Right. You got the best of the best of the best. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's why it's the NBA. Yeah, you're right. That's That sounds smooth to me. Me and B was sitting here talking about because he was talking about, like, it's going to be weird. You know what I'm saying? We we ain't got that same schedule no more. We done had this this schedule for seven months. But, yeah, all right, my man. I ain't, yeah, I ain't about to mean to hold you. Go ahead. What you what you got going? You in the crib chilling? I'm just, you know, me, I'm just, I just got in some crate, man. I'm just running out here, just getting rich and stuff. Now I'm at Starbucks. Now I'm just back at the crib. Let's get me something to eat. Yep. Well, I'll hit you then. Okay, bro. All right. All right. All right, I bet. Tyrese and Uncle Brandon What up? What's this? What is it? Is that your name on it? Yeah. 
It's stuff everywhere, bro. This is ridiculous. There are unidentified boxes and packages all over the living room. Some are addressed to Tyrese, some to Brandon, and some to Tyrese's mom, Denise. You got a new phone? No, is this like the, the draft phone or something? Who, who's it from? Daniel, it's him. Oh, that's who you ship it to. Tip it back? Well, I guess, it, nigga, I just, I don't know what that is. It's just. Boy? I'm gonna power that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's the real deal. Yo, call Mark. You call Mark? They say your name on it? Yes, bro. Like, look, I'm not tripping. Look. Let me see it again. You sure you didn't order a new phone? No, man, why, why, it ain't gonna come like that. Yeah, this, that's rich. Oh no, yeah, you, you go play it up, I, I don't know. Call Mark. <laughs> See, though. They're hoping Mark from Clutch Sports can explain this special phone that arrived unannounced, along with the other surprise boxes and packages. Here's Mark. So this whole process, not only from our side, but from the NBA and league side, this is their first time going through this whole ordeal too. And so it's new to them. So there's boxes left and right, big FedEx boxes showing up, stacked to the ceiling almost in their living room of draft day equipment, NBA, here's an NBA banner for media. Here's an iPad for draft night. Here's some technical equipment for this and that. A lot of different obligations and things like that, where a lot of it is, is last minute. The draft truly was moving in real time this year. All the stuff that normally would be in Brooklyn for this year's draft is now in Tyrese's living room instead. Ooh. This is so exciting, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But it's also so nerve-wracking, like, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Too much. What if it pop out at you? Hello, Brandon McKay, you got been selected. They ain't gonna turn on right. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, is it a new phone or something? No. Where it came from? Who was? What did it say on this? You got a new phone. Mama, if I bought a new phone, would it come in this? I asked you, I'm asking you. If I got a new phone, would it come in this? Um, did, did the new phone come in that? Yes. That's, are you not listening? Well, maybe Mark, Rich sent it to you for you to answer this phone. I, I, I don't know, boy. Where's they sent back to? Right here. No instructions. No instructions. So what you, you, you got to record something and then? Have, we don't, I don't know. I don't know what this is for. I just seen it with my, my name on there. Yeah. Well, no, that's sales at whatever that is. I have no idea. Look, look, look these people up. Look this. He about to call Mark. I have no idea what none of that means. Secret high-tech phones are only the beginning. ESPN crews will be arriving tomorrow bringing more chaos with them. Here are Tyrese, Denise, and Brandon again looking over another folder of information sent to their house. Yeah, cool. But they start talking about other stuff. He's an insurance guy. My insurance guy? He does all NBA insurance stuff. Who is that? Who is that person? How do you get contact with y'all? You have no clue what we have been through these last few years with you. So many people call us just random and just send stuff and it's been freaking crazy. Denise is right. What Tyrese and Anthony are going through is crazy. It is rare that anyone experiences this kind of whirlwind of money and fame and scrutiny in such a short amount of time. Even with all the preparation and excitement, it can be a lot to handle. 
Tyrese decides to step away from all of it and go for a walk to clear his head. Immediately, some neighbors spot him and wave. How are you? I'm great. I'm gonna keep my mask on because I just got back, so I'll give you some. Man, I'm so excited for you. Thank you, thank you. How do you feel? Um, I guess normal right now. I mean, it's not, it ain't really hit me yet. This is starting to make me feel all this stuff. Yeah. Every, a yeah, a little bit. As soon as I got home, because I was in LA, okay. so I was just working out out there. So as soon as I got home, seen all the boxes and everything that was here, that's when they kind of started hitting me. They sent the little hats and all that. So, yeah, we're proud of you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. it. Pretty much everything you do, me and my brother are like, yeah, I'm so proud of you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Less than two days to go, and the reality is finally starting to sink in. That's the thing about the draft. You can train and practice and get your hair cut and find the perfect outfit and call your agent about gym hours and research all the teams who might take you. You can do everything possible to prepare. But then, at a certain point, the draft is out of your hands and there's nothing left to do except wait, which can certainly be a challenge for someone built the way Tyrese is. I'm finna go. I'm finna go. I can't handle this. It's too much. Oh, but I can't handle Why are you at the gym working out? Yeah. And working. Yeah. That's why, that's why I had to come back. Yeah, I my Yeah, I see why you had to come back now. Somewhere around here, he got, he got, he got a bunch of stuff going on too. Mark sending him stuff, Rich sending him stuff to do. I'm the only one that ain't really got nothing to do. I'm about to go back to the gym. That's his mom who just said, no, you're not. Because unlike the 24-7 basketball access he'll have in the NBA, Tyrese still has to answer to mom and dad right now. And Coach Denise keeps strict hours for her son. It's like, oh. You can sit down somewhere. Anybody got time to run you back and go to the gym? There's no more time for basketball now. Not when they have a draft at their house to prepare for. A draft that's only one day away. Next, Undrafted. Thank y'all for being here. We really appreciate it. Nice to meet you, my man, Tyrese. I'm Mike Vailplank. Nice to meet y'all. So that was the first task of the day, was keeping Tyrese out of the gym, or trying to. Knowing him, he probably still got a workout in, in his room. I've literally only worn one pair of Jordan my whole life. Can't sleep with both eyes closed in the NBA. It's only one guy that could do that, maybe two. He was like, Jay Sean got killed last night. And he says, Jay Sean from the gym. And I just, I just kind of lost it. That was just hard. That was hard for everybody, because kids aren't supposed to die. And it came out of nowhere. I really can't shake it, dog. Like, I thought I was good yesterday. I can't shake it. Because at the end of the day, this is way bigger than basketball. It's just trying to help society at the end of the day. Drafted is a production of Treefort Media, Clutch Sports Group, and iHeartRadio. The executive producers are Kelly Garner, Lisa Ammerman, Eric Salat, Sean Titone, El Key, and me. Keegan-Michael Key. The series is produced and written by Eric Weiner. Jared Brom is our coordinating producer. Trey McCain is our associate producer. Tom Monahan is our senior audio engineer. Mixed and edited by Steven Johnson. Additional production help from Tim Schauer, June Rosen, and Haley Mandelberg. For transcripts of the show and more information on Drafted, go to treefort.fm. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, 
Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast, will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.